0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. My name is Allie, and here today we have Kenny Silva. Kenny, you are a former model, and you currently work in real estate and do a lot of philanthropy as well. You're a mother of two children, and you have an upcoming book that I'm very excited to talk to you about today. Welcome to Trying to Figure It Out. Uh, thank you for having me. Of course. I'm excited that you're here. So you live in Orange County, but you were you happen to be in L.A. today, or did you drive up from Orange County today? I live
1: in Newport Beach and I actually I come here a lot I come here for my daughter's music I come here we used to have a home mm-hmm. in LA so LA is like a second home mm-hmm. so every time I don't have children because I share custody with my ex-husband 50% I'm here for work or just enjoy because I have so many friends yeah. but Newport Beach was always my home and actually was the first place that I came when I came to United States was Newport Beach and then I lived in LA for a couple years and Mm -hmm. then my ex-husband when I met him he was from Newport Beach so it's like my destination to be I guess for it now (laughs) but my next chapter I hope is going to be different
0: yeah would you want that to be LA or would you want it to be somewhere totally different to be honest with you I love New York
1: I love London then I grew up in Moscow the whole Europe
0: How old were you when you moved to the United States? I was 19. Wow. Was that hard to leave? Were you excited to leave? You know, my mom raised me with the
1: idea to go and move somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And I honestly... I started modeling when I was 14, and I was mature enough. At 15, they offered me to go to South Korea, and my parents didn't let me, but I was ready to go. Right. I was ready. At 17, I was living already by myself, yeah. you know, on my own. I went to Milan before I came here. So I guess when you're so young, at least for me, I had no fear. It was just an adventure. It's yeah. like, oh, my God, there's you can always start all over again, you know? Yeah, it's like it's sure. just a, an adventure. And coming here, I actually, I came from Milan, back to moscow i'm like okay i'm gonna get my new visa and i'm gonna go back to milan working and then i met a guy and i fell in love and after five days he's the like do you want to come weird. with me to <laughs> america i'm like yeah sure i'll go yeah and i came here he lived uh in newport but i can't sit home so i'm like okay i'm gonna go and sign a contract here so mm-hmm. i signed with a lead they did my work visa and from then on it was just work and everything else so when we broke up I'm like I'm gonna stay in LA like I don't want to go anymore like to Milan like like, what is this this weather is amazing and I love driving that's why I love living Mm -hmm. here it's like okay you can drive everywhere there's like beautiful roads there's beaches there's everything
0: the drives in LA or, or California in general are just the best it's beautiful you mentioned that you came here with a guy and that you guys broke up can you tell me a little bit about what transpired after that and how you ended up meeting and finding your husband at the time after we broke
1: up i moved to la and i just heavily you know started working and actually me and my ex-husband it was a blind date uh my girlfriend's like she called me one day and she's like you know there is this uh guy he saw you like in a magazine on a billboard and he would love to meet you Mm -hmm. can you go and i'm like okay well i said tell me more about it for me i don't get attractive like Looking at a person, it's yeah. the brain. I love older men. I love smart men. Yeah. This is what attracts me. Like when I can learn something from a guy, this is where I'm like, oh my god, I want to spend the rest of my life with you yeah. because there's, it's like like reading an encyclopedia. You yeah, know, there is wisdom. always something. You know, yeah. for me, that's the most attractive thing. And when I met him, he's a doctor, and we just started talking about so many things. And honestly, on the first date, I told my mom because my mom was visiting me. I'm like, he's gonna be a good first husband. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I don't know why I said the first because it's like okay like you don't say those things but I did. Yeah. And he proposed to me 4 months later. So wow. <laughs> and the rest I guess this history. How many years were you married for? I met him I was 23. Okay. So we've been together for 15 years. We've been married for 13. That's why to me even it was my decision to finish this relationship, mm-hmm. I'm the one who filed, but I still look at him as a family member. Of course. Because I grew up, like, most of my adulthood I spent with him. Of course. And we just, you know, grew apart. And maybe because I was so much younger, he was so much, I didn't know what I wanted at a time. Right. And I just started family right away. We had kids right away. And figuring all these things out made me realize, you know, like, I want something different. And honestly, I felt ashamed filling knots you know not being happy in in the perfect thing because everything I ever wanted for my family I built it like I wanted a home here I wanted a home there I wanted a girl I wanted a second boy so we did IVF to make sure he's a boy like I'm the kind of person who puts a picture and then I just slowly build it and I had this perfect picture with everything I wanted and I was like wow and I'm not happy like what happened but I feel like I lost myself in the process. Yeah. I think I did everything for my family, what my family required, but I never asked my question like, what do I want? Yeah. And this is when I realized that after, I think during pandemic, a lot of people, they had so much time to think. For sure. <laughs> and they're like, casual. wait a minute. It's like, no, I have <laughs> like, before I was like, go, 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 go. And when you go, 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 you don't realize that you're missing on things because you have no time mm-hmm. to think. But it made me realize like, if this is the end of the world, this is how I want to end up. And I'm like, no. yeah, And just... Admitting to myself, I want something different from my picture-perfect life, mm-hmm. it was scary just admitting that, you know, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. First, I was like, okay, maybe I should do... Maybe I should wait. Maybe I should do it for my children. Then yeah. I, my memory goes back like, no, 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 no. I lived with parents who stayed together for me, and I wanted them ever since the age of 12 to be divorced. Yeah, And I'm like, no, there, it's not you know, it's not an option. And before I actually filed, I came and I talked to him and I said, listen, like there's a couple things I would like to change. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I'm going to file. And he said, no. And I said, okay, but he didn't believe me. I will do it. Yeah, he You know, you he, he thought even after we got divorced, he actually said, I never thought we will get through with this i thought we're figuring this out i'm like no yeah. like when i asked you to go to family counseling that was figuring out it was <laughs> filed for divorce like there was it's, no figuring it's it out.
0: it's so interesting because i think that you touched on so many important points surrounding divorce in general i think one that really stands out is you mentioned your parents are your parents both still around they're
1: still around, but they
0: got divorced. They oh, got they divorced the divorced. moment
1: I left the house. I was 17. Got it. And then and then my dad told me, like, we just stayed together for you. I said, why, dad, I wanted you guys since the age of 12. I was dreaming about you being separate. <laughs> Go to two different homes and seeing two loving parents, you yeah. know, versus you guys fight. Oh, it, it, even if they didn't fight, I knew it was not how you it's supposed to be. You knew they weren't happy. That's why maybe I wanted to get out of the house so soon. Because yeah. it was not the home where I wanted to be, but you know the thing is with my daughter actually she asked me to stay in the marriage until she's going to go to college. That's so Because she said, Mom, I'm already a teenager. I'm going through a lot. Yeah, she didn't want her life to change. She didn't want her life to change. And it was to me, of course, she has this beautiful, you know, like she lives in a bubble, yeah. basically, especially in Newport Beach. She goes to For private sure. school. She, you know, she gets everything she wants. And she asked me, like, Mom, can you please, like you're my mother. Your My happiness has to be before yours and you know it actually made me think because it was my choice to have children and obviously until 18 like i'm in charge of them and i'm in charge Mm -hmm. of their happiness and their well being and it made sense but then i thought and i told her i said alexis once you grow up i want you to realize that you might not be happy somewhere and just to stay for somebody else in a situation, a relationship, it just doesn't make sense, 100%. even for your children. Because right now, I see my kids see happiness. I told her, I said, Alexis, you honestly didn't lose anything. You still have a mom, you still have a dad, mm-hmm. you have two loving parents. Yeah. Yes, you have discomfort of going, you know, from one house to another. Right. But other than that, you didn't lose anything. Mm-hmm. I lost a husband. But it was my choice. Right. And I'm happy with this decision. For sure. You still have that unit. So because we talk a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. she is an amazingly articulate girl and she learned how to express herself and Mm -hmm. her feelings. But we went through where she said, like, I want you to stay until I go to college and then you can
0: do whatever you want. It's it's hard as a person who went through it. I always say I don't think there's ever a perfect time or a right. Way to handle divorce. I think that it's like the grass is greener on the other side kind of mentality. Like, I, my parents got divorced, I was six years old, and it was very confusing. And I didn't understand why they were getting divorced. I never saw them fighting. I never saw them, you know, I really don't even remember them being together. So for me, like all of a sudden, my life just changed and I lived in two homes. And I think that that was very confusing for me and really threw me off. But I also think. Now I'm like, thank God my parents got divorced. Thank God they got divorced when they did. I'm so glad I didn't grow up watching them in like a loveless marriage because I don't want to, that's not how I want to be trained to think that love is or what it looks like. I didn't want that for myself. Long story short, there's not a perfect way to handle divorce. I do just think that the most important thing as a parent, and I can say this as a child of parents who went through it i think it's just so important to be transparent with your children and it's so important for your parents to show you and guide you whether that means showing you that you can get divorced and get back right up on your feet and start another beautiful life or you can stay in a perfectly happy marriage or you know there's so many different situations but i think that it seems like you're handling it super well as hard as it is to handle and of course it is heartbreaking when your kids are telling you, please don't do something and you have to do it anyway or you have to prioritize your happiness. And I think parents who prioritize their happiness are actually doing their children a way better service than they are if they don't prioritize their happiness because no kid is going to be happy living with parents that are not happy.
1: And as a mother, I always have a guilt. Even now, like, I'm divorced and there is times when I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I have to give more Mm -hmm. because I feel like I deprived my children from something when in reality, I mean, it's not. But, you know, my pediatrician always said, like, if a mom happy, then everybody's happy. So your happiness has to be, your health is before anybody else. For
0: sure. You are clearly a very strong woman. You clearly have overcome a lot of things on your own and still have a very positive outlook on everything. Can you share with me if there was ever a time during your divorce where your mental health was like really not doing well?
1: When I filed for divorce, I thought, oh my God, it's gonna be a piece of cake. Like, they're gonna (laughs) give me a temporary support. I'm gonna move out. I'm gonna start my life. And then... First of all, after pandemic, all the courts were backed out. So Mm -hmm. without the court system, and if you do have an arrangement, then you can move on. In California, you cannot move out if you don't have temporary arrangement for children. You can move out. You cannot take your kids. So I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I can't take my kids, so We lived through the whole divorce together in the same house. Wow. It's like you live in the house, but then you fight with attorneys and you fight over the phone, but in front of everybody, it's like, okay, it's perfect. So it gets into your mental. And and when it's already was like six months into divorce and not moving forward, I had a breakdown like, oh my God, like like how? And my daughter didn't want it and all these things. And it just gets to you. And I remember it was like 6 a.m. I went on a high and I called one of the hotlines because I was like, And it was a 15-minute wait. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like, if you're really, like, not mentally there, I was like, you can really, like, this is not acceptable. So I started listening to podcasts and things. And this is why I'm writing the book, to give this little tools, because if you're not mentally ready for divorce, Mm -hmm. it's hard but it's also okay to have those moments, of course. And I want women to know you're gonna hit those points when you're like, oh my god, like, like, why did I ever start it? Like, oh, maybe it's easy to back out. Yeah. But no, but you're gonna go through roller coaster of emotion. But you have to be prepared. To me, preparation for it, knowing what you're gonna go through, because every girlfriend who ever got divorced, they're like, oh my god, you're gonna have the best time of your life. And I'm <laughs> like, here I am. I'm like, okay, when is it gonna happen? When does it like, start? When does it start? Because so far. <laughs> I'm just going down. Like, what is it? And I actually started writing during my divorce as a journal of emotions, of feelings, of things mm-hmm. that like my attorney would tell me like, okay, don't make decision within 24 hours. If you get some bad information, wait 24 hours, like don't right. make any decisions out of fear. And I will write it down for myself. And once it was over, I'm like, oh my God, like I learned all these amazing things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I researched a lot. And I'm like, and I want to share it with women. Men and women think so differently. They Absolutely. look at it as a business deal. And we look at it as an emotional investment that we did during our marriage. And right. we're trying to get compensated for that. They don't look at this. For them, it's a business contract, you know. And even now, you know, like like me and my ex, we talk. We actually became very close friends. And I say, listen, like, whatever we said during divorce to each other, like, We didn't really mean... Like, I didn't mean it. Yeah, it it brings out the
0: worst in people.
1: Exactly. It brings out the worst. And I'm like, I still look at you like you're my best friend. Like, I grew up with you, Mm -hmm. you know. But... A lot of women, unfortunately, after going through divorce, they still have that bitterness in them yeah. and they carry it forward. And they also, they're not letting children love the other parent in front of them, which yeah, is such hard. a big mistake. You know, you have to encourage that love and you have to be okay with them loving
0: the other parent. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of women don't do it. Well, thank you for sharing. I can tell that this has obviously been a very rewarding experience for you. And I feel like you're definitely a part of a small group of people who can view divorce in the way that you view it. I think that a lot of people, like you said, stay very bitter after all of the drama and the legal battles. It's it can just completely strip away. I know so many people who are happily separated. And once they decide to get divorced, everything changes because all the nitty gritty stuff that you have to go through when you get divorced just totally tears people apart. And it's it's sad. But I can also tell that you're an amazing parent. So I want to ask you, what do you love most about being Alexis and Joshua's mom?
1: You know, I always wanted to have kids very young. Mm -hmm.
0: So once I figured that
1: out and had children, now having them being 15 and 11, I realized there's so many things that they teach me even being happy and starting a new life, I'm like, you know what, I'm doing it for my daughter. I yeah. want to show her that no matter what age you are, you know, I turned 40 this year, you can start all over. We all have fears of failure. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was not just starting it. It was proving to myself, to my children that you can start all over at yeah. any age. It doesn't matter. I want to teach my children you know what it didn't work out go do the next thing you know I'll be there to support you I know they support me and being with them now because it's Mm 50-50, like I realize I miss them more. Because the days like I don't see them, like after this, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pick them up and tomorrow they have graduation. It's so special moments become really special because when you have a family, sometimes you don't realize because it's a routine.
0: Yeah, You You know, you
1: pick them up to school, you take them to school, you go on vacations, everything's like a routine. Now it's special moments Mm -hmm. because I know there's days they're not with me. Mm -hmm. So when they're with me, like, we do more things together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it creates memories. For sure. And I think this is where I think they start seeing this is the love I get from my mom, you mm-hmm. know, or my dad. And it stays with them, hundred
0: too, for the rest of their life. It's like, in a weird way, a blessing in disguise. Yes. We've talked a bit about your book, and you've expressed, you know, a lot about how you really want to help guide women through the experience of divorce. What else do you hope your readers gain from the book?
1: I hope they will change their mind what is divorce is. Because to me, divorce is not the end. There's nothing scary about You know, being a divorced woman, even every time I say I'm divorced, people like, oh, my God, I feel so sorry for you. I'm like, why? Like, like my life is (laughs) starting. I feel sorry for you. You Just got married. You have no idea what you're into, (laughs) you know, and it's like you don't even know how it's going to end up. And that's why I'm trying to to for women to realize that they have to change their perspective how they look at it yeah absolutely. it's it's yes it's a time process yes there is work but there's work involved in everything there is work in a the relationship there is work to get free to start all over mm-hmm. you know any business you're gonna start there is work once you start realizing there's nothing wrong with being divorced and wanting that mm-hmm. you know you kind of open the door
0: to all the possibilities in this world yeah 100 before we wrap up i just want to talk a little bit more about you know now you're able to date and live your own life and like you said start fresh and so i want to talk a little bit about what does dating look like for you now and has it been weird or hard has there been any jealousy on either side you know i do have a boyfriend and i really didn't date i just got divorced and
1: stepped into a new relationship but what's different now it's because it's like i have two different lives Mm -hmm. one life is my children you know, when I'm with them and the other life, it's me being single, like, or like by myself with no children and dating. Mm -hmm. And I remember first when I got divorced and I've been, with my ex-husband for 15 years, I actually had a fear to be with another man because yeah. it's like you feel like, you know, like you're 17 and you can date. It's like, oh my God, like how, how do you do this? Like yeah. it's been so <laughs> long ago, you know? And, and it's kind of like, it was a shock. I was like, okay, so now I can give my phone number to people? Like, yeah,
0: it's a weird feeling.
1: <laughs> and so, yeah, and my girlfriend's like, don't worry. It's like riding a bike, you're gonna, you know, you it's gonna pick up very fast. Well, the thing is, I don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> i tried and it just it's just not my thing yeah. not that it's not my thing it just i never learned it yeah it doesn't work i just, i tried to learn it as an adult and with my children and it happens i'm like okay that's a bad analogy because i can't ride the bike so i don't think i can just go back <laughs> to dating yeah. but still it was fear yeah you know and now having like children and ask my girlfriends who've been a little bit longer into the process of divorce or remia i'm like okay like how do you like how do you introduce your children to somebody like because to me it's you know it just is still i'm figuring it out like how you do it like they do i have to ask them like would they like to meet it like how does it work i'm still not there yet so they haven't met yet no i'm still in the process of thinking figuring it out yeah and maybe i don't know maybe it's me who is not ready I don't know, but it's also because it's so fresh. I've been only divorced uh, a year and a couple months. Mm -hmm. So it's fresh for them too. And I nurture their feelings and readiness because everything for them was like having two homes was new for them. Like Mm -hmm. saying to their friends that, you know, they have now different parents. So
0: that would be my next thing to figure it out how to do it. That's hard. I feel like with all this stuff there's never a right time but you kind of just i think it's more about when you're ready because i think when you're ready they'll figure out how to be ready but they can't do that unless you show them that like you're really ready to share this part of your life with them you know i always love having conversations with women who are divorced who are in the process of getting divorced who have been through it because as i've said just being on the kids' side of things, it's really fascinating for me to be 25 now and I'm in my own relationships and I just love learning from women who have been through similar experiences that my mom went through, that my dad went through and learning from it in a totally different way than I experienced it as the kid in the situation. So thank you for sharing, I really appreciate it. Are you able to share the name of your book or is it not named yet?
1: No, actually the name is Divorce as an Opportunity.
0: I love that
1: because it is an opportunity how you're gonna take it Mm -hmm. it's up to you yeah this is your second chance that you get or the third or the fourth it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. and you can turn it into something magical or you can spend the rest of your life crying about what
0: happened Mm -hmm. so that's why it's an opportunity for you to figure it out. I love that. Okay, and then finally, before we wrap up, I do this in every podcast episode. It's called Alpiece 3. It's basically just at the end of each episode, we pick three songs that kind of fit the vibe of the episode or what we've talked about. And so for you, I guess I'll just ask you if you want to share your top three favorite songs in the last year that you've been listening to the most since you went through your divorce and have gone through so much in your life.
1: To be honest, my daughter's song fight's not over yet, but oh, Alex will definitely put that in. This is I think it's like a highlights of the last year.
0: I can come up with some. One is (laughs) fine. One works. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you so much for joining me today. Truly, I really appreciated you just being so open about your story. And I cannot wait to read your book. And I cannot wait for my listeners to hear this interview. So thank you for being here. I am so grateful. And thank you to everyone for listening. We will see you next week. Thank you for having me. Of course.